It has been an absolutely crazy year so far, and it seems to be going really quickly. So right now, at the time of recording this, we have about 16 weeks left in the year. What does that mean? Well, I thought it was a great time to reflect. We've gone through three quarters of the year, one quarter to go, how do we finish strong? But for me, I take in whatever's happened throughout the year, reflect on that, and then go, okay, how do I execute the last quarter of the year, hit all those remaining goals, and what are my priorities? So in this video, I wanna share with you my biggest learning so far, and what I'm focusing on for the next quarter. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi Sharma and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, occasionally I'll drop information about trading cards, Pokemon cards, Dragon Ball cards because, hey, you know what? That brings me back. Being a 90s kid, bring back the nostalgia and if I can make some money on the side, why not? Now, before I continue... These are the sort of discussions I'm having with people in the Patreon community. I really want you to start figuring out if next year is going to be any different to this year. Are you happy with the results you've received this year? Are you happy with what you've achieved in terms of your goals so far? Well, look, we still have another quarter to go, 16 weeks to be exact of the year. Now, I'm not sure when you're watching this, but I think a lot of this still applies if you're watching this you know, in 10 weeks from now or six months from now. So sit back reflect on what some of my learnings are and you might be able to take some back for yourself so that you can reflect on what needs to change moving forward. If you're interested in joining the Patreon community, there's a link in the description below, monthly Q&As exclusive to Patreon, as well as ongoing daily commentary around real estate, cryptocurrency, NFTs, and all the good stuff. Now, jumping straight in, first lesson, balance is key. I talk about it all in my videos, right? I say that, look, it's not just about, you know, going out there and making extra money. If it doesn't bring you happiness, then is there really any point in doing so? That's a question you need to ask yourself. As much as you know, I go on about having a good strategy, having a good plan, you also need to know a little bit about yourself, knowing what makes you tick, what makes you happy. And during a year that's been so testing for so many, uh, being in lockdowns, being in uncertainty, living in uncertainty, and you know, people out there having jobs, not having jobs, it's a time that you need to take in going, you know what, it's okay if I don't kick the extra goal. It's about balance. And if I can get my head right, if I can be in a good mental state of mind, then I know I can achieve those goals a lot quicker when I'm happier. So for me, balancing and what that looked like really from the beginning of this year to now is this YouTube channel has absolutely exploded. The amount of inquiries that come through my inbox and DMs on Instagram has been awesome, right? And I'm super grateful that you share these videos, you hit the like buttons and obviously, you know, subscribe as well. But on the back of that, there's been so much growth on the channel from viewership to subscribers, but then that's translated to more clients as well from you know the buyer's agency perspective, strategy sessions getting booked out within a day or two of me launching them. So constantly having to update that as well. You guys are making me work really hard. Um, and so as a reflection point, for me, it's been important that I don't wanna get drowned out by you know working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. As much as that brings me joy in you know bringing out these videos and helping you guys as well exceed in your own goals, I always have to take it a step back and say, okay, am I doing too much? Do I need to just relax and you know enjoy life a little bit? And so balancing has been a very key part of this year. And I think taking a step back has actually allowed me to take three or four steps forward. The quality of content has, I would think, increased. Uh, it's improved on the channel. I'm not just bringing out videos for the sake of bringing out videos. And I'm also trying to do that from a perspective of, 
hey, you know what? I want to really bring you value and it may mean that you never reach out to me. You've never commented on my videos and um, you know that's okay. As long as you're taking something out from these videos, taking out your time to watch these, that's all that matters, right? We're trying to build a better community out here and so one of my biggest learnings is balancing. One of the key struggles that I've had is for me, I've been doing you know the entrepreneurship thing for like years, right? And so it's been very hard to think about other things without focusing on myself and my own business first and so this is something that I've managed to you know I guess optimize this year and I'm very proud of it purely because I've left a lot of money on the table I know that I could have pushed a little bit harder I know that I could have taken on extra clients and gone the extra mile for that Uh, but to me balance has been the key I'm not interested in working on the weekends when I don't have to and I want to be spending that time with family and friends and for myself as well you know having the me time Number two is taking every opportunity available. So this is almost contrary to what I've just mentioned about balancing. I think right now is an amazing time to be alive and it's an amazing time to be taking the opportunities at present. So living in the now rather. You know, when you've got opportunities that are popping up everywhere, it's almost that law of attraction thing that, you know, pops through as well where you pretty much are putting yourself in the position for those opportunities to come up. I think to be successful, no matter whether it's finance, relationships or whatnot, is you've got to create those opportunities for yourself. They don't just appear. And as much as people you know, want to come out and say to random people on YouTube or on Facebook and social media, it's always a constant like, oh, that girl got lucky. She did this or he did this and you know, straight away took off. I like the grind. And I know that a lot of people out there that have made it or have been successful have actually put in a lot of effort to get there. Yes, there's the 0.001% that have got there by sheer luck and awesome to them. You know, they were in the right place at the right time. But I think taking the opportunities that arise and creating your own opportunities is a big thing. There's been plenty of times during this year alone where I didn't have that extra conversation or if I didn't go and reply to that one email, I would not have had the opportunities that have come up. The team itself has been growing, you know, from a search property perspective, the buyer's agency is growing and why has that grown? It's because I've put myself in a position to take the opportunity and have a conversation, to go out and reply to that email. And I think that's one of the things I'm taking away from this year, moving into the next year and this next quarter as well, is that if there is even a glimpse of opportunity, you need to explore it. If for you, it's that side hustle, if it's for you wanting to change jobs, then I think you need to scratch that itch. If you don't go and scratch that itch, if you don't really explore what that looks like, you're ultimately left with regret. And I think that does more harm for you, not just from a, you know, pivoting point of view, but long term as well to your psyche, knowing that you can always look back and say, oh shit, I should have done that. Why didn't I take that opportunity? So I think if you're in a position where you've got a glimpse of another opportunity, take the take the chance. You know, don't be afraid to make those mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. If you're interested in knowing what those mistakes have looked like, definitely leave me a comment down below just saying mistakes Ravi or mistakes by Ravi. And uh, I'll make that video for you guys if you guys find some value from that. Number three is adapt or die. You guys must have heard this time and time again through my uh, videos. And I mentioned it all to the guys who book strategy sessions. I'm like, guys, if you don't adapt, you will die. No, like, you know, in the sense of, what is available to us, you know, things like housing affordability, right? If you don't adapt to making things work for you, you were just going to fall behind. And that could mean, you know, anything. It could mean purchasing a particular type of property, particular location, the type of assets you invest in may not just be housing, it could be anything. But if you don't adapt, 
and don't explore what those questions look like and get those answers and curiosity, you unfortunately get left behind and it means that you stay within the confines of the same conversations with the same people. We need to go out there, reach out to different people and really learn from the people that are doing something differently. I think there's way too many people taking advice from the wrong people and I'm going to go into one of my other learnings this year is I'm surprised by how many people are taking advice from people that that haven't really done anything in that space yet they still choose to go down there and take that advice. I'm not just talking about finance, I'm talking about even business advice from people who've never run a business before. So it's very interesting uh, and something I learned a lot during my strategy sessions which I think have now clocked over 300 or 350 now. So it's been a crazy, a wild journey so far but I'm so fortunate I get to meet so many of you guys, have a chat with you, learn from you guys as well and it's not just I get to put these videos out, you're asking me questions. Uh, In those sessions, I'm asking you guys questions too. I'm curious. I want to keep learning. So yes, adapt or die. It really means that if we aren't adapting during a time where things are moving so quickly, we are left behind. Say, you know, an example of this this year was not looking into specific altcoins or specific projects within cryptocurrency that I was like, nah, I don't want to look at that. There's too much work involved. And it was, you know, an extra half an hour that I set aside to go, let me go look for opportunities. And when I did find those opportunities, it was meeting different people, talking to different people, those led to different projects, working on different things as well. And then obviously the the monetary gain has been exponential as well on that front. So if you're in a position where you think that you need to pivot, then make the change. You know, during a year of such uncertainty with lockdowns and people being told you can't work, you can work and ultimately things changing overnight, you need to be adaptive. If you don't build those muscles in your mind to how you can pivot, Unfortunately, as life gets a lot quicker, because we all feel it, right? I mean, I, I definitely feel it where I feel like this year's gone very quickly, although it's also gone very slowly because, you know, we've been in lockdowns, but there's been things that have moved so fast. And if we haven't, you know, stayed on top of it, you fall behind, you just completely fall off the train. And then you look back and you think, wow, like I could have been there, I could have been there. So adapting is key, learning those muscles, and it could be something so different. It could be something so small that you change as part of your habit that it starts building those muscles up. So as you go to the gym, right? I've used this before. You go to the gym, you can't just go in and say, okay, I haven't been to the gym for six months. Let me go and hit my personal best on you know, a machine that I haven't even done anything on for like the last two years. Let me just go do it straight off the bat, no warm up. And the thing is, that's how you get injured. It's the same thing here is if you go on, take you know a huge risk and you don't know how to adapt and learn to deal with stress, you're going to fail. So, you know, build those muscles up, even if they're on small levels with habits that you've, you know, you've maybe got yourself into during COVID. But that's something I've definitely learned this year as well. Now, number four is keep moving no matter how small the steps are. Moving towards a vision. Uh, I know that a lot of people talk about goal setting and we'll probably get into, you know, on the channel, sort of start talking about that come December and January. If you're interested in that sort of stuff, subscribe down below. Uh, But it's the conversation I'm definitely going to be having a lot more with Patreon uh, members as well, a lot earlier uh, than on the YouTube channel. So definitely check that out. But I think with goal setting, it's really about, you know, a static goal. 
And I don't like that thought. I don't like the thought of it being static because once you receive it or once you achieve it, you're like, okay, what's the next goal? And it doesn't seem like it's something fulfilling. Uh, Yes, hitting that achievement and hitting that goal is awesome, but I still feel like I work best when I'm working towards a vision. So it's an overarching image of where I want to be. And yes, you can have small steps towards that, but I don't think they should be static. I think they need to be adaptive, as I've said before, is you need to have those things you know, with a bit of flex. And if you have a little bit of that flex, you're able to actually get there a lot quicker and you overshoot a lot more than you do undershoot. Uh, And so that's something that I've learned this year is even if I have to move in a particular direction and it's a small move, instead of saying, oh, like I really don't want to, one step closer is still progress. And so a lot of you guys that are out there thinking about how can I go from point A to point B I've got to maybe take six steps to get there. Well, there's no harm in taking the half step first. Instead of going, well, it's only half a step. What's the point? Let me just finish up. So that's how I've approached it this year. And with anything, you know, whether I wanted to, whether I wanted to start up my own, you know, online course with Confusion to Clarity, I did that in small steps to get there. Whether it's, you know, launching Patreon, small steps to get there. The type of conversations I've been having, even with strategy sessions, from what they started off as to how much value, you know, is coming through on the session sessions now is just completely different like the first session I've held to what is being you know spoken about now in sessions is crazy and that's because obviously I've been learning a lot this year as well not just about real estate but about the economy looking at overall wealth strategy right as a buyer's agent you know so many people come on the channel and they're like okay here we go another guy who's going to sell me his services and he's just going to talk about you know buyer's agency stuff I really didn't want to have the channel to just be around real estate because real estate is just one asset class there are so many people out there that have maxed out their borrowing capacity. Uh, You might be in a position where you can't buy property right now. So you guys are looking for an out. You guys are looking for answers. And especially if you're living in Australia, you're going, well, I don't want to listen to what's happening in America because that doesn't really apply to me. It's not even relatable to what I'm doing here. And so that's why I changed the channel as well from Search Property TV to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma is because I don't want to be one dimensional. There are other things I do outside of real estate that I think can bring you guys a lot of value from whether it's my morning routine, whether it's how I set goals and a vision to then going into the bare knuckles of what real estate deals are good to then going into cryptocurrency and looking at the future tech and looking at future opportunities and how we can use the velocity of money to start taking exponential gains into our portfolio. Number five is minimizing negativity. This is something that has been really affecting me over the last sort of three to four years, ever since I started my own business and personal brand. For those of you that are new to the channel, I welcome you. Uh, A little bit of a background for me is that I was in DJing, I was in nightclub uh, promotions, hosting nightclub events, and then hosting like wedding planning and, you know, doing videography and photography. So that was the background for myself in amongst doing like three, four other jobs as well. So it's always been about testing during my 20s and now I'm 29. Now I figured out obviously personal finance, helping other people like yourself get educated, but also try and help you upgrade your own portfolio. But as a consequence of putting yourself out there constantly, every single day, every single week with either videos on YouTube, you know, posting on social media and whatnot, 
has meant that you've put yourself out there to negativity uh, and positivity, right? I get a lot of your messages and there's a small portion of people that do come onto the channel, uh, you know, into the comment section and just want to, you know, share their two cents of negativity for the day. And so, I've found that initially what I was doing was I was having conversations with these people to go, look, I really want them to come around, you know, to really understanding my point of view because what I'm trying to do here is if you can actually learn from what I'm saying in these videos, you're going to do really well for yourself. So, I want you to do that for yourself. So, I would go the extra mile to answer those questions and once I realized that these people that are jumping into the you know comment section are just you know, sort of baiting you to have a conversation with them so that you can have an argument and they suddenly have their two, you know, seconds of fame. When I realized that, I sort of thought, okay, it affects me when I see a negative comment, then I'm trying to help them and respond to them and say, hey, look, you know, you can look at this option or this option or this option and then only to get shit on again. And I was like, well, what's the point of this? I feel like crap. They, you know, they're not going to do th things with or without your comments or with or without your videos. And so, that's where I started deciding to go, you know what, if there's negativity in the comments, it's not helping anyone. They're probably going after other people as well, which I've seen, you know, they, they put themselves out there, you know, responding and supporting the channel or asking a question and then someone else is coming in and spreading their negativity. I don't like that at all. We're trying to create a community of, of people that really want to upgrade their own lives and just be happy. So, cutting out that bullshit. I don't like that crap. So, you know, it's just hiding the user from the channel. I have literally no uh, exceptions for that. If you are coming onto the channel to spread your negativity, you're basically getting it blocked from the channel and I'm not interested in replying to you. And I also don't want you to go in there and, you know, affect other people's happiness who are coming here to learn. So, that's something that I've realized is minimize the negativity. I don't want to go on social media with the attempt to go look at my competitors and look at what everyone else is doing and how many people are talking shit about me. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't help anyone. So, for me, I need to stay focused. I need to stay focused, not just for myself, but for you. I need to bring the very best of myself on these videos, on the channel, but as well as every day when I'm responding to you guys, whether it's social media or through my emails. So, I found that, you know, just escaping from that all, just, you know, basically having that buffer zone between what's reality and what's not, or who are the positive people, who are the negative people, and who are really trying to help you and bring value to you versus they're having their two cents of fame to buy, you know, calling you out and having a go at you. Number six is stop comparing yourself. This, I think, is one of those universal rules that I think will go on forever and ever. And it doesn't matter how secure you are about yourself, how self-aware you are, this will creep into your life at some point. Uh, for me, it happens here and there. Uh, it doesn't happen as often as it did, say, two, three years ago. But now, as I've become more confident with not only myself, but what I do and what sort of value I bring to people, I've realized that, you know, you've got to step away, you've got to step out of the game and if you are in a position where you start comparing yourself, that's coming from a point of insecurity and that's where, for me, one of the biggest learnings this year was if someone else is doing well and if they're not affecting anyone in a negative way and they're doing it ethically, awesome kudos to you and I will be your biggest supporter. I act genuinely want people to succeed and you know, if they're making more money than me, they invest in more properties than me, they've got more businesses, whatever it is, right? Uh, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I've said this time and time again, live in your own lane. There are certain goals that I have that you don't have and vice versa. You're going to want certain things that, you know, might be a nice car, might be a nice watch, but for me, I, I don't like those things, right? Comparing yourself even through social media, uh, I know I see a lot of people 
or close to me and, you know, sessions that I have where they're going, oh, but I saw this person, they're doing this and this. How are they doing this? Even sometimes when I've talked to you guys uh, on sessions and in the comments, they're like, oh, Ravi, you're doing this and this. How are you doing this? Like, I want to live that life. No, you don't want to live that life. How do you know what else I do? And so that's why I'm saying is stop comparing yourself, at least minimize how much you compare yourself. And if you find yourself being in that place, you need to just come into the now. Just realize that you're going through a phase, you're going through a moment. And so if I can just switch off and take a step back, go for a walk and do whatever I need to do, you'll come back, be in better headspace than you going out, just going down that, you know, black hole of just comparing yourself to everything else and, you know, the other people's highlights reels and you comparing it with your most down moment, of course, there's going to be a big difference. So, something that I've definitely been working on, but it's a work in progress. It's always going to be a thing and I don't know who who doesn't compare themselves or has at least a moment there that you need to shift yourself out. It's perfectly natural. Now, I've got two more, um, so I'll go through them. But before I continue, if you have enjoyed this content, definitely drop me a like. If you're listening to this on the podcast, because I release these audio versions on the podcast about a week or two after I do a YouTube video, then definitely go hop onto the YouTube channel, check out my videos. Uh, I've got like now almost 150 videos. It's been a crazy 18 months that I've had on YouTube. So definitely go check that out. Now, number seven is block out the white noise. What I mean by this is I'm going to be very direct stop listening to the wrong people, okay? I've said this before, is too many people are taking advice or listening to people that have no reason to be giving advice in the first place. A classic example is when you're talking to uh, someone about, hey, you know, these locations are good or these locations are good. Um, Why would I go after these types of properties? You're getting someone that's saying in, in their ear, oh, well, I don't think it's a good idea. That's a really bad, you know, bad area. And then you go, okay, well, talk to me about, you know, context. Have they done this? Have they gone into the location? Like, what's the experience been for them to have such a negative outlook? And literally, I had one of them say that, oh, well, you know, 20 years ago, um, they said that this area is not going to grow. And I said, are you serious right now? 20 years ago. So, what's happened since? I don't know. Does your friend know? The one that gave you the advice? No, he doesn't know either. But he just heard 20 years ago that doesn't grow. So, why would I, you know, want to invest there? So again, that's just a really small example of what's happening. You know, people come out constantly, right? I'm not qualified to talk about X, Y, and Z. I'm not a financial advisor, right? And I say that to you guys. All I know is I've done this, this, and this when it comes to financial freedom. I'm just sharing my experiences. If that makes sense to you, hey, come and watch, right? I keep it real. But when it comes to things like people asking me advice on, oh, Ravi, like, you know, you you talk about financial freedom and you've done really well. Tell me about ETFs. Which one's the best ETF to buy? And I go, well... Normally, the fake artists will now make up shit and they say, oh, yeah, you can do this and you can do that because they don't want to make themselves look shit right in front of that person. And for me, it's pretty real. I can't talk about things I don't know. So, I'm putting my hands up and going, look, if you're after the best ETFs to buy, I'm not your guy. But if you're going to ask me which products are good to invest in when it comes to trading cards, I'm your guy. When it's looking like, hey, you know, crypto is doing this and this, what are, your, what are your macro thoughts? I'll have a conversation with you. But when it comes to things I don't know, what to say and how to, you know, because I'm not knowledgeable enough in those areas, I put my hand up and say, oh, look, I'm not your guy. So, too many people giving their advice. I'm not sure whether it's an insecurity thing. They need the attention for like two seconds of their life. I'm not sure. Uh, but just, you know, put your blinkers up. When someone gives you an idea or gives you advice, 
just go, you know what? Why are you giving me this advice and get some context? If you get some context, I think you start putting those people into perspective too because they're not only affecting you, they're affecting like five, six other people out there as well because they're loud and they want to say what they want to say, but in fact, they haven't really executed themselves. So they have no credibility there. And my final one is old answers will not answer new questions. Okay, so what the hell does that mean, Ravi? Well, it pretty much means that if you are going to use the traditionalist methods of trying to get to financial freedom or answer those questions, but those questions are new and ever-changing, then unfortunately, they're outdated. Those old methods will not work. And moving forward, yes, there's principles from you know traders and there's principles from investors that you can use as a guide, but there are things happening in the economy that have never happened before. At the scale at which they are changing and at the scale at which they're being presented to us and affecting us is completely different. If you know three or four years ago even, we were told that we were gonna sit at home uh, in lockdowns, we were gonna get paid by the government and while that's all happening, people are gonna have mortgage repayments paused and property prices are gonna go up despite unemployment being high. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, right? And if you had to leave house, you have, you know, a mask on and you couldn't even leave the house if, you know, if you were in lockdown. So, if we just look at that scenario as a glimpse of the new world and what's been happening, if you're going to simply use the old traditional methods, you're not going to succeed. So, it goes back to how I've been able to go, you know what? Yes, I read about this, this and this. Yes, I read these investors, this, 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 this but they did it 15 years ago or they did it 12 years ago. And so now I need to use those principles and then adapt it to who's doing it now and how are they doing it? Because if I ask those two key questions, I'm going to be on the right path to adapting and taking advantage of what's moving. We need to stay adaptive. We need to pivot when we can. And that's how we're going to ensure that we're successful, not just with our finances, but in our relationships, in our health and in our mental state of mind. This has been an awesome video to make. Honestly, sharing these has been awesome for me because it's a reflection point as well. But I hope you've taken some value out of it that you don't need to be so harsh on yourself. Just make some points, have some goals that you want to really kick at least for the next quarter and see how you're going to prioritize those moving into the next year as well. If you guys have enjoyed this, definitely leave me a comment down below. Let me know what your biggest learning has been for this year so far. And if you're interested in you know, wanting to know more, having more conversations directly, then definitely join the Patreon community. There's a link in the description below. I'll catch you guys in the next video. Thanks guys.